G'day rascals and welcome to another episode of Epic Humans. Um, today I'm interviewing Brian Smith of Africa Roars. Um, G'day Brian, how are you today? Great Callum, nice to be here mate. Yeah, great, great senior. I'm looking forward to the opportunity of learning all about uh, what Africa Roars is and, and, and what it's meant to you. And yeah, like very much looking forward to it. So do you want to tell the listeners what is Africa Roars? Okay, good place to start. All right, Africa Roar has been the change of my life. And it started probably eight years ago, bit of a traveler, loved travel, went to Mongolia, Siberia, went to Africa with a mate and fell in love. And fell in love so much so that I built a tented lodge in a private game park in Swaziland. Wow. And that started the shift in my life. So my background is engineering, um, sick of it, didn't like it was wondering well, what's the next step and I think and we'll probably go on this later but I started thinking different from my mind to my heart and going wow I think my life needs something different so I built a lodge um, just through the challenge I had no end result on that stage I just wanted to build the lodge yeah. magnificent it's in a tense it's glamping king-size bed full-on suite on the river best place to have a coffee and a think ever or a drink um i love it and um and then i started taking the family and friends over and then through word of mouth i started getting calls from people all over australia going hey brian i'm a friend of kenny's you took him to africa can we come i'm going yeah mate no worries and just set it up and it rolled from there so it actually it took me out of a spot that I wasn't too happy in anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, if I had to describe it now, I've found um, my purpose and my passion. Mm -hmm. And I think if you find those two things, the follow on to that is you get your power. And your power is the result of it. And there's like, I've got hours of stories, but my real passion is to take people over and change their life for the better. Yeah. And by doing that, one of my big passions over there is um, helping the disadvantaged and AIDS orphans over there. AIDS is, AIDS is run about 32%. No orphanages, so yeah. kids are like living under 10. And we've set up a program to help feed them and also help send them to school. So besides, I don't tell a lot of people about that. I just do that behind the scenes. So every trip, more goes in and we're up to eight kids now. We're sending through primary school. And a nice story is um, one of the girls we sent through, we decided to send through to high school as well because she was just smashing it. And she's a real leader for the village. Mm -hmm. she's gonna she's gonna be something special in life and we found out a couple of months ago that she's been accepted to medical school at the university so she'll go on and she's a special lady she's a lady now not a kid and um yeah it's nice being part of that you know just yeah. in the background and yeah. i love everything else but mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that that's that's such an amazing story like to be able to help someone in that way you know and, and and doing it from a space where you're not going oh i need the glory you know like no. you know we've been talking for a few months now and this is the first i've heard of this stuff so that's oh okay. yeah <laughs> yeah well it's yeah. nice to share and i think you're right like to me um if i had to draw back it's just me giving back the people there are lovely they treat me so well i'm like part of the family i am known as this weird Aussie dude that walks around Swaziland but apart from that you know I can take it all right yeah <laughs> yeah so it's nice I think just to give back yeah, yeah. oh that's yeah. beautiful yeah so you were saying you started in engineering yeah um yeah so if you go back from your life I'm actually an ex-sparky 
-hmm. that kept going to school and did drafting, kept going to school, did engineering, was in oil and gas, like worked in refineries, um, which was, you know, fine and a challenge at the time. But then I think I started to change in myself and I'm going, mm, it's not really helping the earth a lot by what they're doing. And I get to hear the behind the scenes stuff of what happened as well. So I guess it just didn't sit right for me. I've met some great people that talk about living from your heart, as we spoke about. Mm -hmm. um, um, William Whitecloud's one of them, which I did ages ago. He was actually the one that got me into Swaziland because he was born there. So I went over with him and that started the ball rolling in the transition of my life, which I've got to say just quietly, I'm so happy about. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, so well, happy. Yeah, it's, you know, like I've learned about like following your heart and, and, yeah. and that for me has really transformed my life. You know, like, like you, I, I was in the printing trade for a long time. Um, didn't have much satisfaction. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a common story, but many people yeah. just don't move beyond that. They just figure they've got to work to they retire. And, you know, there's this illusion yeah. that once they retire, they're going to enjoy their life. And, um, yeah, I think with, with tradespeople in particular, and look, some people like, you, you know, that that's where they're meant to be. Yeah. However, I feel like there's a lot of people who feel so trapped in that. And then by the time they retire, their bodies aren't working because they've had to work it to breaking point again and again and again. Um, yeah. And yet they still don't trust the heart. Yeah. Listening to the heart. And yeah. I've actually, just of late I read, if you're doing a job that's your passion, it's not a job. It's just a great part of your life. And yeah, I can totally relate to that. Um, like married, got a wife, Denise, she comes over, not every time with us because she's at uni, but as soon as she gets off at our place, she goes, I just feel like I'm home. It's just got that effect. Um, and you know, people go, Oh, Brian, you're so lucky, you know, you go to Africa. I'm going, uh, it's a tough job, mate, but, you know, I struggle through. But it's not a job because it's my passion. So yeah. I just enjoy every second. And I think that that even transcends across to the people that come over. It's interesting. I've had 100% success rate in that when we end up partying at Janusburg at the end of the trip, everyone said it's the best trip they've ever done. So, wow. um, and that's the end result I want. You yeah. Know, that's regardless of everything else, if, yeah. if they've had a well of a time and changed their life to the better, my heart is just complete. That's exactly mm. what I want, regardless of everything oh, else. Yeah. That's incredible. So, all right, say I have signed up to, for you to take me over to Africa. You lucky bloke. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, what, what do the trips look like? Are there different packages or, or how does it work? Yeah, good question. So what I've done at the moment, I had to start somewhere. And I guess this has been in transition. The last couple of, well, prior to this, last couple of years is when it's sort of taken off and I started getting serious. Before that, I'd call it a hobby. So I'd go over a couple of times a year with friends and friends of friends. And it started um, getting out there and I guess getting a bit more zoomed. I want to go over seven times a year. So I started off and I made up a itinerary, but it's live. And when I say live, it's fully guided by me. You don't have to worry about a thing, not one thing. It's, it's fully catered for, so you leave your wallet at home. I do look after all the cleaning, borders, tipping, accommodation, flights, train trips, everything. So it takes that stress out here. 
Um, and the other thing is it's unique in that, like I said, normally only take a maximum of six. So if we're going from A to B and someone goes, hey, Brian, there's a waterfall. I'm going, cool, do you want to go and have a look at it? Oh, can we? Of course we can. Down we go and they're going, oh, I want to set up my camera. I'm going, mate, I love being here. Take as long as you like. So they set the camera up. Yeah. Walk back to the car and go, oh, well, no one's ever done that for me before. I'm going, mate, that's what a holiday is meant to be. And so I guess my, whatever you call it, tagline is that, that you want to be a traveller, not a tourist. And mm. that's the part of it. So it's not like... Um, get off the bus at 10 o'clock for morning tea, get on at 10.15, go to the next spot, lunch at 12, get up, nah. It's just, we're gonna end up here tonight, but whatever comes in front, and things present all the time. I've had, I've driven past, or people see the video, but I've driven through Kruger and go, hey, you never see anything here. And then I've had a bull elephant walk down the road and he's two meters ahead of us, and I'm reversing the car and people in the back are going, well, quite a few swear words, I won't say it here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the elephant walked right beside us close enough you could have touched it and the people in the back go, I've got some fantastic photos. I'm going, yeah, it happens to me all the time. I go, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just live experiences. And I think mm. that's what life's about for me. That's, that's what I really love is these things that just present themselves yeah. and give you that great experience yeah. and once again i think if your heart's open they present themselves to you yeah, yeah well it's like you you're the you're the intuitive tour guide brian yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so back to your question at the moment i've taken people over for longer but there's an 18 day itinerary uh starts off in johannesburg fly down to swaziland which is now called eswatini the king changed the name last year mm -hmm. apparently if you're a king you can do that go figure yeah. uh, go up to kruger fly down to cape town wild bus trip back, uh, train trip back to johannesburg and then just about every trip um i've taken people up to victoria falls as well so that's a way of a place up in zimbabwe Wow. So, yeah. 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 So it's good, but like I said, it, it's alive in the, it's not set times, set days. This is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. But on the traveling time, if you see something or if I see something, we're going to give it a crack and have a look because I want new adventures too. So, yeah. Um, well, I guess when you're, when you're dealing with a wild place, you know, it'd be pretty silly to go, oh, well, we're going to be in this spot at this time. Yeah. 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 You just can't, you can't do that, especially, yeah, in the wild, you've got to keep yourself open to the elements and whatever's presented to you. And that just guides you, guides you every day. So, yeah, when you keep so it open. And I guess that's why I love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so good. People go, oh, do you ever get sick of this, Brian? You know, you've been coming over for eight years. I'm going, not so far. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's been good. Yeah. So yeah. was it with William Whitecloud that you did the first trip to Africa? Yeah. Originally um, did his soul safari. I actually did two with him over mm -hmm. there. The second one, um, we did an extension one up to Mozambique which was really good too. Um, and it was after the first one, I fell in love and talking to him and started talking to the manager. And the second trip over, my place was under construction. So, I, you know, between trips, I got to save back time as well. Mm -hmm. And um, it's interesting now, William hires my place off me. So, <laughs> so oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's quite a nice, nice tie in. Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and um yeah. yeah so obviously things are a little bit difficult now with not being able to travel yeah. um yeah. yeah but um i don't know it's probably still worth people getting in contact with you if they are yeah for sure interested in working with you in the future mm. and it's, it's never a problem i love talking about it um you know, people want to know different aspects of the trip. 
you know, and it's very open. You know, I've spoken to you about it. I've got shaman friends over there that you can go and see where it's at. You can go, we go to cultural events, go to schools, you know, which is very interesting over there as opposed to Australian or European schools in that you see, A, they struggle, but B, the kids are the happiest you'll ever find. Like, I'm, I'm looking at little ones, you know, the only clothes they're wearing is the clothes they own, that's it. Mm -hmm. And they're as happy as anything. And I think it's, that's been a big learning for me too, you know, a takeaway that, you know, think a bit different. It's not all about material things. It's about your life and, you know, yeah. if you can yeah. laugh. Yeah, and getting back to basics, which yeah. I think that's, like that's in, it. in our culture, we forget about. You yeah. know, we live in this world that's very materialistic, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's sort of like I remember thinking a few years ago how it's strange how no matter what someone is earning, they're slightly living beyond their means. Yeah, they're still not happy. Yeah. How many people do you know that, I don't know, are earning two, three hundred thousand dollars and they're still not happy? No. You go, yeah. And I, look, I've got to be truthful. I was one of those people years mm. ago. That, yeah. You know, I had to have the new car, you know, now completely different. You know, what would I really love to do? Walk down the botanical gardens and sit around the trees in Geelong. Mm. That is fabulous. Go down there, sunset and see the colours as well. So yeah, my life's definitely changed in that respect too. Yeah. 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 So do you remember, like, was it through Willing White Cloud's work that you started listening to, I'll call it your truth, you know, like your heart's yeah. desire yeah. rather than what your head was telling you. Yeah, it's definitely, that's an interesting story in my life for myself too. So up in Queensland on holiday with the family, I just read The Shaman and um, I thought, well, oh, what am I gonna read now? Cause I've got a bit of time, walked into a bookshop said to a girl there, need a book, this is what I read. She goes, oh, everyone's reading this book called The Magician's Way. Don't know what it's about, but I went, cool, I'll read it. Mm -hmm. Going, well, what a good story. This William Whiteclair do, must be a North American Indian with a weird name like that. <laughs> no, he lives up in Byron Bay. <laughs> so next thing I get one of those emails, William Whiteclair's up in Melbourne for one night. So I'm going, oh, cool, I'm gonna go see him and Denise come with us. And he starts talking about this unbendable arm and how your subconscious holds the power to you moving forward. So depending on how you feed it, depending on your journey. And for some reason it just clicked. So then he had a three day event in Melbourne, then he had an event up in Byron Bay and it just snowballed from there. And then I ended up going across to um, do a soul safari in Africa with him. Wow. And that definitely, yeah, changed me, um, taught me about the heart for a start and mm. listening to your heart. And then through that, you probably know you write your land of plenty out and your choices. And yeah, just a whole mindset shift to me, especially from where I came from engineering, where, you know, it was all calculus and, mm. you know, logic yeah. whereas yeah. this is yeah a lot more freedom i'd say in your life yeah freedom to yeah. think yeah. yeah 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 so yeah that was a dramatic yeah dramatic change for me and i yeah. guess for me how old was i at that stage 50 ish mm -hmm. so it's never too late to change is what i'm saying yeah like yeah, that's that's an interesting point too because like yeah. I was one of those people that always thought it was too late. You yeah. know, like ah, yeah. oh, I should have started this journey, you know, and then yeah. then yeah, like I said, like being in this job that like I enjoyed working with the people. Like I love people. Yeah. However, yeah. it wasn't feeding my soul. And like you, you know, like came to this conclusion yeah. being in printing that seeing how much paper we're wasting and 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 for what like often it was just 
I don't know, just every day I just yeah. was feeling a bit worse about it. Um, yeah. And certainly, like, yeah, when I first did um, the first course, um, Create Your Destiny, and, and what that, you know, showed about your dysfunctions and then, you know, like these stories that are going on and it's going on in everyone's head, like subconscious yeah. stories that really limit what we think we can achieve. Mm. Yeah, great way to explain it. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting um, doing those courses, you go, mm, in hindsight, yeah, I used to think like that. Yeah, and then I thought, no, oh, I was, because I was by myself, I guess, you go, hmm, I'm a little weird. I shouldn't think like that. And now you go, now there's millions of people around the world to think like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. normal. Yeah, it's not abnormal. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I, I suspect the majority of people in the world are, are there thinking, oh, I'm not quite fitting in, you know, because they're literally yeah. not living their life that they were yeah. put on this earth for. Exactly. Yeah. And, Great way to explain it again. Yeah. Mm. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And there's, I was actually been thinking about this of late too. So I think everyone's got a passion. Everyone on earth has a passion. Yeah. But it might be the situation in at the moment that they can't bring it forward. You know, young family, you know, got to work for kids, you know, mm -hmm. school and all that sort of stuff. But I guess the bottom line, and for me, is just don't lose sight of your passion. You're going to be able to step into it one day. So even if it's not right here, right now, today, mm -hmm. keep holding on to it because the opportunities will come. So don't dismiss it, I guess is what I'm saying. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a deep truth in that. And I also like came to the conclusion a few years back about personal investment. Yeah. You know, because the, I often hear this excuse, I don't have the money to do it and I can't afford this. And then, well, ask yourself, like, how much is spending on booze every week? You know, like, do you yeah. need Foxtel right now? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, we, we invest in so much stuff that really has no bearing on where we want to yeah. be. But when it comes to personal investment, yeah. um, like, yeah, yeah like, for my own journey was you know like had had mental health issues for a long time and yeah. and but it wasn't until i made that conscious decision to seek out and pay for people to help me mm. that, that really started to shift a, a lot in, in my own consciousness and also you know that shift in consciousness opens up a whole world that's just waiting yeah for you yeah. to come into it yeah yeah. yeah and i agree and for anyone that does that it's probably the biggest step but the best step of their life yeah you know that's in summarizing it mm. you know you say to him mate was a big step for you but you've done it and now it's the best thing you've ever done so yeah, yeah. that's and, and look i admire everyone that's done it you know, I think it's such a nice thing to see. And you can just say, I've got friends that have done it. You know, I've got friends, they're now friends I've taken over to Africa and they were searching for something and they've come back 100% on track, you know, invested in themselves, like you say. And it, life has just turned around 180. Like they've just got a smile 24-7 alone without all the other good stuff. So it's yeah. so, so nice to see. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah totally agree invest in yourself is, is mm. a great thing mm. yeah 100 percent. so yeah it's it's beautiful like your heart was obviously had this connection to africa you know yeah. that you've manifested into a beautiful you know soul nourishing business yeah. so good yeah. to hear is there any other ways that you like you've changed what you do or any practices that you now practice i guess for the one of a better word that um wow. yeah yeah How, how's you that always got a story <laughs> yes absolutely so what i used to do in africa for clients that came over 
was to give them a sound healing with shamanic tools that I've just picked up over the decades. Mm -hmm. I've met people, you know, wizard made these rattles. I'd happen to be in a shop when he's trying to sell it. I'm going, man, I want that. Became friends. He showed me how to use it and for a few months, did quite a bit of teaching with him and then just brought it home. And then I bought, went to another place, met a lady that had um, some Tibetan bells that were hand beating, you know, over 120 years ago and she showed me how to use them. And then I made collection, I got four of them, spent months doing these here and then just brought it home. And then I guess, as I said, I used to take it over to Africa and anyone would come over and go, yeah, do you want a sound healing? I've brought all these, all my gear over. And nearly everyone did. But since COVID, um, hasn't been a lot of Africa trips, so I haven't used it much. Yeah. And I've got um, a great coach at the moment, um, Amanda Hunt over in the UK, and she stepped in and she goes, oh, Brian, you're into crystals. I'm going, yeah, I've actually got rooms full of them. <laughs> it's a bit of a fetish, actually. And she goes, ah, oh, you've got all this other, I'm going, yeah, I've got all this shamanic healing tools. And she goes, well, why aren't you using it? I'm going, oh, I don't know, maybe I should. So of late, I just put it out there to um, friends and that, that uh, I do these, we call it a sound bath and you're just immersing yourself in different vibrations and it's for your chakra, your aura, um, your meridians and that. And I just get guided what to do. And so far, everyone's loved it. Mm. <laughs> there's, there's no one that said, hmm, don't know about that. So, yeah. and I've had weird dudes. I had a virgin pilot, like he was so interesting. Yeah. And I oh, thought, for the company virgin. Um, yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think of that, but anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, he's, he's now a friend and, um, you know, for something different, he rings me up and he goes, oh, Brian, I want to smudge me house because he was going through a bad divorce. Mm -hmm. I said, cool dude, I'll come around. And he goes, right, you do it. I said, no, you do it. I'll tell you how to do it, but this is something you'll take on yourself. And, and I sat out in the backyard, took him about half an hour, smudged his house and he goes, I feel so much better. I'm going, that's cool, dude. Keep doing it whenever you think needs doing, doing. So I guess a little bit of that, what I got a taste in Africa in the, at my place, um, there's some sand paintings there that have been there for thousands of years. Awesome mm -hmm. place to go. There's a, an iron ore mine just up the road that's been carbon tested to 40,000 years ago. So the sand we're digging out the iron ore and that's what they mix with blood to do the paint of the um, that's up near my place on the the sand painting. Wow! And I and I think that started it off and got me interested in the sand and shamanic and you know when you when you're into something you just dig around and it presents itself to you. So yeah, even down I I had to come up with a business name. To, mm -hmm. to buy me place over there because I'm shareholder. I'm going, oh, God, what am I going to call it? And just started Google and Shamanic uh, uh, and come up with the term Axis Mundi. So Axis Mundi is a shamanic term where heaven meets earth. I'm going, oh, that so describes it. And it's the power, um, a tree can be an Axis Mundi because it drives up into the heavens and drives down to earth. Mm -hmm. My place is built in a forest. If you're into trees, mm -hmm. you'll be in heaven. It's yeah. just got 800 year old leadwood trees. It's just superb. So I guess a bit of that, I open my heart to that, into shamanism. Yeah, I think there's something here. And then things just started presenting to myself. The singing bells, the rattles, the... At the time, I didn't question it. I just thought, yeah, that's cool. And now it's all come together and yeah, I get to help people. So that way during these times, so yeah. that's an extension. And then once I start getting back, I'll just take all the tools going back again and that'll be part of the trip too, which is fantastic. Yeah, and are you open to um, being contacted for 
sound healing, obviously, if people yeah, are in Geelong sure. or the yeah, region. Anyone yeah. wants to come or even just talk about it, I don't mind talking at all. They should probably keep <laughs> up. So always up for good chat with nice people. So not, not a problem there at all. So, yeah. 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 Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. just never know where life's going to lead. Six months ago, I wouldn't have thought I'd be doing these sandbars in my place in Geelong. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just getting calls from friends of friends going, Brian, I've never had one before. Can I come around? Sure. Come on round. So, yeah. Yeah, well, the, cool. the sound bath, the, the theory behind it, it feels pretty solid to me now. Um, you know, like it's proven that we, our, our bodies and beings are affected by vibrations. Oh, you know? so much so. And it's, it's interesting. I read an article the other day that they're actually using sing bowls in oncology for treatment now. Yeah. Now well, that's, that's, like, that's got to say, it's got a bit of something there, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah well, you know, it's like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you talked yeah. about meditation and the scientific yeah. community were very dismissive of it. Oh, yeah. You know, now, uh, like I just finished my diploma of counselling and yeah. the mindfulness practice they were encouraging with their students was, you know, was centre. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's very interesting that we live in this time where, where these sometimes very woo sounding practices are again yeah. and again being proven to be correct. Yeah. 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 And, and for me noticed exactly the same, you know, this virgin guy, if it had been in the good times, I probably would have never been him because he's on mega bucks flying all over the world, living the high life. Mm -hmm. And it just, we got, just got talking in the streets and going, Hey, you go mate. Yeah. Good. Started talking. Yeah. And that's how the friendship struck up. And we're now friends. So, you know, in these times, it is presenting people with the opportunity to shift. Mm. You know, you've, you know, oh, I can't yeah. go out. I'll sit down and think, oh, what yeah. do I really want? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Like, and I'd sort of like to put it out there. It's almost like the, the world has had a bit of a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Right. And again, I'm going to talk a little bit into my self-healing journey. And, you know, I've had a couple of nervous breakdowns over the years. And the last one was a ripper. Like, did not like probably seven years ago now, maybe six. But, um, you know, that left me as a shell of who I was. But what that allowed me to do, and like I had this awareness, okay, what, what is a breakdown? Okay, so I wasn't living how I'm meant to be living. Mm. You know, I was making the decisions that were going against what I should be doing. And that's why I strongly believe that's why we have these breakdowns. Now, a breakdown is a great opportunity to rebuild. Yeah. So you're either going to go back to what you were doing and eventually, boom, you'll, you'll, the same thing will happen. Because yeah. you know, all these things come in cycles. Or like yeah. for me, and it was a process, took me a couple of years to go, okay, what's right? You know, so you know, I gave up drinking, like haven't had a drop of alcohol in years now. You know, I kind of miss, I'm not anti-alcohol, but for me, yeah. I can't function with it. Yeah. And then, you know, and then discovering meditation. I, I discovered um, tantric breath work, which is, it's, it's like, it's almost like doing my own sound bath because I've oh. learned the different pitches to connect mm. with different chakra points mm. so i can yeah. and then i'm feeling right into my heart space yeah and it's such a great tool and um yeah like like i just said the the fact that the world has really just gone bald this year yeah. it's yeah. such a beautiful opportunity for people to take stock and look at yeah. what's true for them yeah grab yeah. the silver lining and however big the cloud is and there's always something there for everyone there's something there just look for it and open yeah. your heart to it i think and it'll oh, present 100 percent. Yeah. it was like when i made the the decision because again it was like this 
Wow, this this night, right? It was a mate's 40th in Magnetic Island. He hired a mansion for a week and it was amazing. Like it was just the best week ever. However, he had one night for the big party, heaps of people, like I don't know how many, and I was DJing. And I, I DJed for five or six hours having a severe anxiety attack. Oh. Right? Which again, it's something that, that just was happening a few years ago. Um, and then, yeah, so when I finished, all these beautiful women were coming up and wanting to talk. And I just was brain dead at that point. And I was just like, my God, this has happened again. You know what? I need to fix this. So I came back to Melbourne and it just was like, okay, I need help. And then boom, the universe just sent me this amazing teacher who I still work with today, uh, Ellie Dayton, who I actually interviewed for the first, first ah. episode. And um, yeah, she's the one that got me to reconnect with myself and, and feel what parts of me weren't being nourished by my current trajectory. Oh, and cool. my God. And then, yeah, the teachers will just keep presenting themselves. All you've got to do, and I strongly believe this, as soon as you really ask for the help, yep. it'll come. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, even in my own life, I think as you're trodden along in your journey, there'll be a why. You can either stay where you are mm. or you can go where your heart would love you to go. Mm. And the choice is yours. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. yeah but but so, how many of us have been taught to listen to our heart, like really listen to our heart? Yeah. Very, you know? very little. Tiny amount, you know, like we are in again, like this culture is very head based. And like, I, my God, we've also, this culture has produced absolute miracles, like, you know, computers. Oh, what our, everything that's going on today, technology wise, you know, like, um, and some people in the spiritual community can be a bit down on Western medicine. Mm. Now, like, again, like a little, little side note, like years ago, I had a tumor on my pituitary gland, which was discovered by an absolute miracle. But anyway, I was on the waiting list. They took it out within two months. But, you know, I had friends coming up. Oh, man, you know, you should try alternate, uh, alternative healing first. Yeah. And I was just like, like, look, there's a time for that. Yeah. But if I'm dealing yeah. with a tumor, like yeah. Western medicine yeah. is really good at that, you know? Yeah. And, but yeah. it's also like, I've got this strong belief that you can combine both, both philosophies. Um, I'm right with you there. I was going to say, if we've got a problem, I'll use the multi-prong effect, mm -hmm. Western, natural, whatever. And I don't care which one works, so long as one of them works. Yeah. So, you know, and once again, we're after the end result. I yeah. want to be good to continue on. So whatever helps me, yeah, bring it on. Yeah. yeah. Whichever well, like, method. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's so interesting to what you're telling me about. They, they're using singing bowls in oncology departments. Mm. You know, that's, that's a great example of it, that exact philosophy. Um, mm. And, and it's, we, we're living in a very interesting time in history too. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, as far as like spirituality, um, again, like I, I had this thought years ago, I was looking at MMA, like, you know, you mix martial arts and what was going yeah. on in the martial arts world. Yeah. And then I was looking at what's going on in the spiritual world and I realized they're on the same path. Mm. Again, like some people have heard me talk about like comparing MMA to spirituality and getting a little bit upset. However, we are now in an age where we have hundreds, if not thousands of philosophies available yeah. to us. Oh, yes. Thousands of years of knowledge. Yeah. Okay. And we are at an age where we can literally like cherry pick what works for yeah. us snap of the fingers you know like some people love crystals some people love singing bowls 
Some people love to sit under a tree and meditate. Um, and it's all correct. Yeah, none of them are wrong. No. You find what fits with you, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 100%. What fits with you? You know, yeah. you find the teacher that, that fits with you. Um, yeah. And also, don't be afraid of rejecting a teacher if it doesn't fit. You know, yeah. uh, again, I've seen people that, that didn't find the right healer and then they, they just move away from it. Yeah, it's like, true. Sometimes you've got you to keep looking. Yeah. You know? And then, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like we keep talking, it'll present himself. You know, yeah. whatever it is, whatever path, whatever. Yeah, just be open to it. Yeah, yeah. I think. And that's what's worked for me anyway. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what about, like, tell me about the people that you've met since you decided to follow your heart. Like, how has that manifested in, like, you know, there'd be a before point and an after point? And, and I guess another interesting story. So had a group of friends, you know, working as an engineer and whatever. Um, to them now, I'm probably a weird dude that takes these wild trips to Africa and does sound healings. So also in the transition, I've got to say, some people have dropped out of my life, just naturally. There's been no blues or anything like that, just naturally. But like-minded people have dropped in my life. So, I've, you know, I've got beautiful friends now. Like I said, years ago, I thought I was the only one that was a weird dude walking around Geelong all by myself. Whereas now I know there is hundreds, you know, all beautiful people. So, yeah, part of this transition is, you know, and you're a great example, like fancy meat and colour. He thinks a bit like me. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, strike up a friendship and away we go. So the, in answer to your question, the type of people that come into my life have been like-minded people, I guess. Mm -hmm. Little different and everyone's different, which is great, but like that's where you learn from. But people that will support me on my journey and I support other people on their journey. And I love doing that as well. So yeah. I've got to say, and helicopter view, I guess my life's full of positive people now. Mm. You know, they're not the knockers that go, ah, you know, yeah. they're hopeless at this, they're hopeless. I'm with positive people, which I reckon is fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's um, interesting how that, that happens. And it's also like when you realise how many people are, are coming from a place of fear. Mm. You know, like I've seen that again and again. Like when I started yeah. getting into intuitive work, you know, yes. I had some, yeah, I remember one conversation in particular where this guy was actually got kind of aggressive about that it was all bull plop. Oh. And then he, but then he was telling me about a story about getting ripped off by a, a, a psychic. And oh. it's like, you yeah. know, this, and, and what I like about the intuition work and the real intuition work. It's not like, oh my God, I'm going to predict your future. Yeah. It is literally like, okay, what is my gut saying at any particular moment? Yeah. Now I can pretty much guarantee if I came across a psychic that wasn't legit, yeah. my little gut would be, yeah. be right onto it. Yeah. You know? I um, tell you, yeah, every time I totally agree. Mm. And the other part of that story for learning intuition as well is what I've learned is everyone's intuitive, mm. but it's those that are open to it and are willing to use it and have a go that they can express it, express themselves. So yeah, it's an interesting, once again, we're doing Williams work and yeah. I've sat in intuitive circles and this is at the start and just started talking about it. And they go, how did you know that? I'm going, I don't know. It just comes to me. So yeah. everyone can do it. Everyone mm. can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, um, I've been, yeah, helping other people learn, like, through Ellie's work, also with my own business. And, 
you know, my, the clients I work with, I like to teach them from that intuitive space. Yeah. Um, and, and it's so good. But like, do you remember your first reading? I'll never forget my first 10 minute reading that I had to do one on one with a guy. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I'll give you an interesting story. Yeah. We're doing, I was with Williams, done some intuition work. Uh, oh, this is pretty good. And we're up in Melbourne and it was like a five day event. And he goes, ah, does anyone want to do a reading on me up on stage? And little Brian back put his hand up. Funny, oh, he picked me. So I had to go up in front of, I don't know, 100 people and give a, a reading on William. And, it, and I guess that was the proof to me, because at the end he goes, wow, you see things so clear, Brian. Because after the reading I gave him, and that was the confirmation for me that, yeah, intuition mm. is real. I can use it and I will use it. So, yeah. 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 But you're right. Your first readings are oh, uh, something special. God, seriously. Like, I'll never forget because, like, it was on the CYD. I think it was day three or four that we went off and did, we'd done group readings, you know, like little yeah. one minute snippets. And, you know, William was like, okay, you're going to do a 10 minute reading on each other um what was the theme uh, like might have been your true nature you know your true yeah. you know what 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 you what your soul is wanting anyway like i sat across this guy all i knew from i'd said hello to him he seemed like a lovely guy that's all i knew yeah. and to this day i do the same process i, I closed my eyes because i'm like I, I don't want him to look at me while i'm just speaking <laughs> plop you know like <laughs> And then, you know, like it's the, I'm, I'm watching and like, I'm seeing like, it was the rabbit out of Alice in Wonderland and it's looking, you know, I'm like, okay, what does that mean to me? I'm like, oh, okay. So you've got your current job and you're really good at it, but it doesn't really feed your purpose. And then I started going on about how this guy loves to travel. Home's not a huge importance to him. And, but he loves to travel to like sort of rarer destinations, like doesn't like the big tourist spot. And then I started going on about um, extreme sports, like skydiving. And, and again, I've got my eyes closed. I'm like, God, how do I talk for 10 minutes? Suddenly the, the bell went quicker than I thought. And I looked at it and he's just like jaw dropped, like how, does that even, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. work is incredible. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a great exercise to do, or mm. I think it's just, yeah, something like that to me would confirm to myself, yeah, this is real stuff. Keep on with it. You know, I'm on the right path. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it's, it's a very, um, it takes the woo out of it. Like it's, it's yes. very, it's a direct approach and it's, it's not claiming miracles. It's just going, Hey, you know, and like this is pretty much proven. Like we have neurotransmitters in our guts. Like, mm. you know, I, I talk to people recently, like we've got them in our heart too. So we've literally got three brains, yeah. but we're only taught that we've got one brain. Yeah. And yeah. you know, if our ancestors didn't have the intuition, you know, we wouldn't be here today. Like it's the <laughs> intuition that keeps you alive in the wild. Exactly. That's it. And they still use it today in Africa. That's yeah. how they survive. Yeah. yeah. Have you had uh, much dealings with like African trackers or? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been out, no, another story, I've, I've been out, um, with a great guy, we stayed a place in Sobe Sands and this old Titus, he sits on the front and he's a tracker. And we're driving along and he just points left. And I'm going to drive, where are we going? And he goes, I don't know, but he always finds what we want. So we're going along a riverbed and I'm going, what are we doing along here? He goes, I don't know, but Titus says, come here. So we drove about four or five K, come out to an opening where there's some water and there was lions and their cubs having their morning dream and we got within two meters of it what? and i'm just sitting for about an hour watching these little cubs playing and 
I've got some great photos of the lion and cub drinking. I said, how did he know that? He goes, I don't know. He does it every time though. He's just using his intuition. Mm. And you know, that's another example because doesn't matter how good tracker you were, you could have tracked snails up. To, there's no way he would have found that normal tracking. He found it with his intuition. So, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I think for me, that's why, like, Wien does his soul safari over there, and it's just so much stronger. Like, it's just blasts you. When you're riding your land of plenty over there, it's like a novel. You just mm. can't stop riding. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's, yeah, and that's why I love it over there, obviously. It just, I think, brings out the best of me. So Yeah, it's just um, such a cool, cool story. Like where you've come from and then just making that decision that you wanted more or i guess mm. yeah like you obviously yeah i think think some of us are just naturally inclined to be looking yeah. for you know what's out there you know yeah like yeah 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 and i guess me even as a kid i could never be the same i always wanted to be different so mm. you know if everyone was wearing treads or whatever in those days i'd have something different because i just couldn't be the same i just yeah in my, my stomach wouldn't let me do it and i guess that's why yeah i'm like i am now yeah <laughs> and where'd you grow up right oh i've got plenty of time for that yeah <laughs> plenty of yeah. time to grow up beautiful yeah uh, yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so good. Well, it's been great talking to you, Brian. And I yeah. just want to say thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, and like, honestly, so if anyone out there is thinking they'd like to have a trip to Africa when the world opens up again, and obviously yeah. it's going to be a very unique experience that actually helps the, the local economy and helps the yeah. kids um yeah reach out to brian i'll be putting yeah. the links in the uh in the uh comment section so thank you all for listening and thank you very much brian um look forward to hearing about africa roars growing over the years it's uh, absolutely yeah. fantastic that's great thanks so much Carol. great talking thank you all right rascals have a beautiful day